Welcome to Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. This is a bonus episode that includes my psychic downloads that I have recently received. I'm making it a point to go through. Um, I write them down in a specific journal and I'm making it a point to go through um, and record (laughs) what Um, the information that I received so you guys can have um, the audio version of it that is expanded on what I wrote down and there will also be a written version so you guys get it um, in two different ways so this one um, was something that came on August 22nd 2022 And, um, for this one, I'm going to read exactly what, um, what I wrote. I do what's called channeled writing, um, as an Oracle, I scribe things sometimes. Um, a lot of the podcast episodes are channeled. It's me just tapping into spirit and speaking, um, and in a flow that comes directly from spirit. Um, and the same thing happens when I write. It's, you know, just me flowing in exactly what I'm given. So this is um, August 22nd, 2022. There's a dark period coming. It's here. Darkness of humanity. The lights are out. There's a huge void, a vacuum. We can choose to change direction here or choose to remain the same. The other is running amok, infused in the veins of beings, infused in the veins of beings, ingested. The more it does, the worse the reset will be. And there will be a reset. The lights are going out. The lights are going out. Sunset. What will happen in the darkness? The unseen, the unheard rises, walks among us. Something is coming while you shift your focus to pretty things to avoid the ugly still exists. People are like zombies, half dead. Heartbeat of humanity has slowed down. The pulse is low. Everyone has decided that they don't need light. Hibernating. What does it look like to adapt to living in the darkness with no light? How will you emerge? Your senses adapt, but not all for good. No one is breathing. They are all asleep. Induced hypnosis. Who is actually living? The living will quiet for a moment. No one is listening. Humans cry out, suffocating. There's sadness. Um, And it felt like there were people like, like I just felt this collective moan, this crying, this heaviness. It felt cold. Um, Cleanse. Why have you chosen this existence? The earth is spinning faster as humans go to sleep and hibernate. There's a collective moan, a wailing from the soul. And to me, none of it looked good. So I have to say that when I saw this, it felt like a temporary place. Like it didn't feel like a space that we were like, oh, we've checked in here and this is where we're staying. Uh, But at the same time, it's one of those things that can easily be like a long-term detour like it it doesn't need to be but it can be 
a long-term detour. It's like, how long will it take for you to wake up? And what threw me off was that if we live in this space while people are asleep, it's like, you know, when animals hibernate, there's a timing. There is a circadian rhythm where they wake up when they're supposed to wake up. How is that going to work for humans? Because we aren't used to hibernating in that way. Like we're not built to necessarily do that. So if we're not built to hibernate and we're all kind of walking around here in this collective sleep, how are we supposed to know when we're supposed to wake up? Now, here's the thing. Sleep is necessary. Recharge is necessary, right? Sometimes that downtime is absolutely needed and we can reset and get the rest and, you know, have, um, have a better mindset. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I got that nap. Now I don't feel so cranky, so groggy. Um, you know, I got that reset. My body reset exactly what I need. And so a lot of times that can be a good thing. The problem is how long are we going to walk around in the dark, right? And I'm not talking your dark energy because we all have light energy. We all have dark energy and the dark isn't our dark side. Our shadow side isn't bad. It's not like I say all the time. It's not like Disney good or evil. So our shadow side is not a bad space to explore. What is problematic is to continue to avoid light because at some point you end up having to adapt to living in the dark and it's like but were you designed to be living in the dark like that's not necessarily how we're designed there was this episode I think what is the show called I think it's called welcome to earth or something like that but it at any rate because I'm probably misquoting what the name of the Duran show is because I'm horrible with titles but um it's a Will Smith show on um Disney right I think it's part of like the National Geographic part of Disney at any rate it's an awesome freaking show and he goes around and kind of does all this um all this exploration well he ends up going like serious deep sea diving right like serious serious deep sea diving and the scientists that um take him below the surface i forgot exactly how far they went but it was hella far so the um scientists who take him they're like um they're teaching him about all these creatures that live below the surface and basically the sun's rays um only bend to a certain amount um and after that all you can see is blue like the only color you can actually see down there is blue so these creatures adapt to living in the darkness um and so 
the colors that we see, like everything was like a variation of blue or almost like a white because white reflects all color. That's not technically the color that the animals are, that the creatures are, but that's what our eye sees because that's all our eye can see from um, beneath the surface in that way. Um, and even like the colors of their clothes changed because there's only a certain way that the light is going to bend. Well, but then your eyes have to adjust to the darkness. I mean, this is really basic. It's like when you wake up in a dark room, it takes you a second for your eyes to adjust. And eventually they do, but it takes a moment, right? And so then you get used to... I don't know, having dim lights in your house, like you, you only like the lights at a certain level. And then if people turn on the, you know, as we call it, the big light, when you turn the big light on, then everything is like overly bright. And you're like, whoa, you know, that's what this download felt like. It was like collectively, we got so used to walking around in this dim this dimmer, darker space that when the lights actually go out, you're not really jarred by it because you're so used to walking around with stuff being dim anyway. We're used to information that dims our light or dims our, our space for knowledge or that makes us less intelligent. We're used to information that doesn't make us use critical thinking skills. We're used to having surface level conversation that is really not meaningful and then uh using that to connect with people you know it's like this is the craziest thing but it's like you know and I've met some of my closest dearest friends through Facebook groups but it's hard in a lot of those spaces because it's like oh we might have kiki you know, on a post and it's like, oh, we might kiki and laugh at a lot of posts, but that doesn't mean that we're friends. That means that we find some of the same things funny. But when it comes to the depth of what an actual friendship should be, just because we kiki and online doesn't mean that that's going to translate in person. And that's where a lot of people fall short because then they come in person and expect something full when it was never full in the first place. You became connected off of something that was superficial. It was never anything of depth. It, it never was. The way that you interacted, the way that you met, none of it was. And then you get to the date or you get to the in-person meetup and can't figure out. It's like, oh, the, the version of you in person all of a sudden wants depth from somebody that you don't even know from online, it doesn't make any sense. And then we start creating these narratives where we complain about that and talk about that all the time, which lowers our comprehension. It lowers our ability to have conversation that matters. And then all of a sudden, this is, this is just where we are. And we've adapted our connections. We've adapted our relationships to fit these low level conversations. I mean, I'm still seeing people talk about what it takes to go on a date, or I'm still seeing people talk about, um, you know, oh, I've never, nobody's ever sent me flowers before. Okay. Well, you know that send yourself some flowers, change the narrative. Like, why are we still there? 
you know, it's, there's these things where they're actually like there, you can actually change it and transform it, but we spend so much time in these low level spaces. We're used to staying in spaces where things are dim. And so when the lights go out, you don't even realize the, the lights went all the way out. Um, there is a actual scientific, um, verification that the earth is spinning faster. We, I think in the last 10 years, I think it was like 10 to 12 years, we've shaved, uh, it's like 1.5 seconds or something like that off the day. So it's not a full 24 hours. It's like these seconds keep getting shaved off the day. So it's like, but it makes, it's like 1.5 seconds. You, you're not thinking that that makes a huge impact, but it actually does. Um, so us being in this induced hypnosis, like who is actually living and present? Like who is actually in their body? I, I also have this understanding. Um, it also feels like as the lights are out, there are, I, I wrote down this part. People are like zombies, half dead. Um, you know, when and the heartbeat of humanity is slowed down, but when you're hibernating, the heartbeat does slow down. Um, I'm also very um, aware that I don't think everybody that's walking around is currently in their body. Like, I feel like there are certain energies that have taken hold of people. Now, the Christians and, you know, the church would call it people being possessed um, I, I'm not going to necessarily say possession and demons. I'm going to say, um, that there are host entities that are taking control of the mind and of the heart. And they have entered people easily because people don't have boundaries. They don't protect their energy. And it's super easy for something to hop like a parasite almost to hop off of one space and hop into another. Um, and just the breakdown. So when I do mediumship work for people, um, to, you know, call on loved ones from the other side, I tell people all the time, like, yeah, I can detect if you, your loved one is around you like that thing like that. But I don't, I don't normally when I have to straddle both the lines, I need to protect myself because I'm not supposed to be over there. I'm supposed to be over here. Um, when I do the contact, they are aware that I'm not supposed to be over there. They're like, no, no, no. You're supposed to go back. Here's your message. Goodbye. Kind of thing. I have to be careful because there are layers to crossing the other side. And sometimes there are parasites, there are parasitic energies there are these energies that kind of live in the in-between that will latch on if you don't do this correctly, right? And so this is why I tell people like, nah, I'm not just going for shits and giggles to contact your grandma because you miss your grandma. You need to talk to your grandma because guess what? You guys share the same blood. Um, let's say you're adopted because here we go, because this is the very linear thinking and caveats and everything else. 
even if you don't share the same blood, if this is the person that raised you, you share a connection, you can still contact them without talking to me. I help people with like a deeper way of being very direct with asking questions and actually hearing the answer. Sometimes when you're not a medium, you don't necessarily hear or perceive the answer. My job is to be clear enough to do that. But I put that out there because there are parasites in between these layers, um, in between the concrete world and the world beyond the veil. And so it's easy for them to attach when they see that you're wide open and you're accepting of any damn thing or when they see that you haven't protected yourself. So I feel like in this space where people are like collectively hibernating, um, they're more susceptible to things attaching to them. And then it's like when enough people live in that space, here's the darkness. Those, those parasitic energies thrive on you living in a lower space. And so they're going to do what they can do to keep you lower so they can stay alive because that's what parasites do. And so then the, the lights stay off. You become, you start having aversions to anything that has to do with light. Oh, that's toxic positivity. That's this, that's this. Like all these labels start coming up. I don't like love and light. Why don't you like love? Oh, because you deal with a human definition of love and you've infused trauma into that and then said, oh, this is, I don't want that love. Well, that's not love. All these narratives have been changed to spaces that make you have an aversion to the real purest form of the thing. Pure forms of light. Why do you have an aversion to pure light. That's problematic. But me saying this puts me because people live in that lower space and they're so used to being contrary when it comes to these subjects. Even me saying that feels icky because you're so used to living in this other vibration that makes you question things that come from God in a very pure way. We've got to come out of that. Hopefully when we come out of this hibernating space, there has been some cell regeneration um, and we come out in a different way um, that leaves us more open to actually adapting and changing and transforming into the space that we need to be in. Um, for now, I would definitely say make sure that you are protecting your energy. Um, make sure that you are aware that, you know, like certain space, like this is where your intuition comes into play. If you are some, experiencing somebody who is hosting an energy, if you were attuned to your intuition, you would know that. You would know that. You would feel it. You would experience it. You would know that. Um, so there, I, I mean, I did write down the word cleanse. There is a cleansing coming, but um, the dark period, I said it's coming, but it's, it's here. Um, but there is something that is walking among us that will shortly make its presence known. There will be an introduction made for sure. 
Thank you for joining this bonus episode. Um, there's a space on here um, through Spotify and things like that where I record where you're able to ask questions um, and also send me voice messages. Let's connect. Let's chat. Make sure that you share the podcast. I love when you guys share the podcast. Thank you for joining in. Um, but let's let's get this conversation going.